Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. And I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author of Take My Sunshine, coming winter 2024. And this is Lit Sis. Hey, Mad. Yeah, Haley. Don't you have an Instagram? I do have an Instagram. You can see all that I'm reading at Maddie Reads a lot. M-A-D-D-Y, right? right, M-A-D-D-Y. And then don't you have another one? I do. I do have a new Instagram that you can follow me for all of my author things at Emmy Glenn's underscore author. M-E-G-L-I-N-Z underscore author. I love it. I also have an Instagram. Ooh, yes. Would you like to share? It's Brooke and Binding. Mm -hmm. And if you want to see anything about LitSys itself, you can find information about LitSys at LitSys Podcast on Instagram as well. Go check them out. Happy Friday, LitSys nerds. Hello, hello. And once again, I have been jump scared by the sound of you entering the recording session oh my goodness don't you know that it could happen at any second <laughs> i know but like uh, sometimes it just takes you a little bit so i get used to the the little music in the background it's like dun, 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 and then i'm like getting my stuff already and then all of a sudden it'll be like ding, and then there you are and, and it then just, here it surprises me it surprises me every time well uh, <laughs> don't know what to do about that <laughs> um do some uh, more recording in person I know, I know. Coming up soon. Um, <coughs> um, you know, the lit listeners will have to excuse both of us. Because yes. uh, <coughs> we both have been recently sick. Me more recently than you. I've just gotten my voice back most of the way. Um, so there may be some coughing. I'll try. I know we'll both try and not cough directly into the microphones. Uh, but please bear with our, our voices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's been like an on and off thing. Since, well, not on and off. It's been a, a, an on thing um, since <coughs> Thanksgiving for me. So yeah. it's been, you know, it's been, it's been a long time and I'm gradually getting over it. Thank goodness. Um, but it has not been fun at all. I'm yeah. sorry, you're st- going through it as well. Yeah, I got sick of the very my my husband and I went on a anniversary trip, and I got sick of the very end of it. Um, and we've been home for uh like five days or so now. Um, at the time of this recording, and I <clears throat> still got like a quite a lingering <coughs> cough. So I keep waking up in the middle of the night, so the jet lag's not helpful. And then I'll wake up coughing as well. So I'll like cough, 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 and then I'll fall back to sleep. And then I'll wake up at like 6.30 in the morning um, after coughing for like an hour in the middle of the night. So, Well, you're used to getting like an excessive amount of sleep. So anything less than your excessive (laughs) amount probably feels like not enough. Okay. I'm used to getting the recommended amount of sleep. No, it is not. It's over the recommended amount. What are you talking about? Adults, it's recommended to get seven to nine hours of sleep every night. You get night. like 10 hours of sleep. I do not get 10 hours of sleep every night. Mm. Not every night. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> I was going to say. It happens, but not every night. When's the well, last the other time you night slept you 10 like, hours? Oh, God. Probably <laughs> college. Okay, but what were you going to say the other night? Like, 
the other night you're like guys I'm gonna go to bed early I only got eight hours last night and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> if I got eight hours I would be like a new woman oh my okay fair 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 I did I did say that the other night mm-hmm. um but whatever uh I don't even know how we got onto this part of the conversation but anyway we will be talking about Goodreads <laughs> final um, results for the challenge. So this is something that we just talked about like two weeks ago, and now here mm-hmm. we are already with the with the finalists. Um, and I think we will obviously talk about each of the categories which we've done before, but this time we don't have to say what all the other nominees were. No, I I think it is interesting to be able to see maybe top three. Um, yes. Just because you can see when you go to Goodreads, you can see how many votes each of the nominees received, um, and how big the gap is between and how the big the gap is between the first and second for sure. So I definitely think we should work our way through top to bottom with that. But also, we can maybe throw in there if we were surprised or not by mm-hmm. the winner. Sounds good to me. So we will start with the first. Uh, um, genre which is fiction and the winner um, was Yellow Face by R.F. Quang with 200,000 votes which is crazy because second place was Hello Beautiful by Anne Napolitano which I really loved and that one had 60,000 votes yeah that's a big gap and then The Wishing Game with by Meg Schaefer wasn't too far behind Hello Beautiful with 57,702 so you can see that, like, mm-hmm. everything, and then the one under that's only 53, you got yeah. 45. Like, like everything, everything is super below close is close. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you know what? Like, when when I was traveling abroad, I, I, I honestly, for the very first time, read the description of Yellow Face because I'd seen it around, but I'd not ever, like, heard about what it was about. <laughs> and it's um, way more of a thriller than I thought it was. Yeah, same. <laughs> And it's it's and I I get the title now. The title is Yellow Face, on a which is a play on blackface, but the Asian version of it because it's about a person who takes who's got like a who's got like an uh, Asian uh, coworker who ends up dying, and then they take their um, manuscript and publish it themselves. Uh, like under their name so that they're mm. taking they're being a yellow face mm. uh, yeah so finally got what the title and everything but I'm way more intrigued about it now that I know what it's about um, but yeah 200,000 votes <laughs> alright so for a historical fiction why Madison coughs up a lung we have the winner <laughs> is actually wayward by Amelia Hart which wow, actually didn't surprised see this me. I know. It definitely surprised me. I I have this book on my <laughs> shelf. So I obviously when it came out for a book of the month choice, <laughs> I was intrigued enough by it to pick it because I like multiple timelines. I like something that's a little bit more witchy. I like stuff that's a little bit more like fantasy-ish, but also like has that through line. So I was intrigued by it. And it had 62,211 votes, where the next one was The Covenant of Water, which Maddie loved by Abraham Verghese. And it had 46,591 votes. And in third place, Lady Tan's (coughs) Single Women by Lisa C. for 35,411 votes. 
I'm surprised because fourth is the Heaven and Earth Grocery Store by James McBride at 33,221 votes. And that just won like a book of, book the, of the year for a book of the month, which is really intriguing. That's <coughs> fourth place. Not, not book of the month, Barnes and Noble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Barnes and Noble. I know. So, I'm very intrigued by that as well. So honestly, I feel like there was like a good range of books mm-hmm. for this genre specifically. Like I can see multiple of them each had their light of day throughout mm-hmm. um, the year. So I wasn't necessarily surprised by Wayward, but a little bit surprised because I was kind of like, oh, like I thought it sounded intriguing, <laughs> but it kind of sounded a little out there. So I was like, well, maybe no one else is, you know, maybe it's not going to be like a super big hit or whatever. Yeah, like, I was you've surprised. Got some, I mean, there's some big names and some other books that I felt like got more attention, but I'm not mad about it. I'm happy. Yeah, me either. And I am surprised about the Heaven and Earth Grocery Store just because usually Barnes and Noble like is really good at picking like some pretty top books. Not that it wasn't a top book, but I'm just surprised that it doesn't correlate as well with Goodreads because Barnes and Noble's book of the year last year was Lessons in Chemistry. Mm-hmm. So it usually seems to be pretty on it, but um next we have mystery and thriller um, this surprised me th- yes this surprised me as well so the number one mystery and thriller is the housemaid's secret by frida mcfadden which is the sequel to the housemaid um which was a nominee in the mystery and thriller category last year um i've never even heard of this one me either it reminds me a little bit of um Oh my goodness. Karen Slaughter's book, the cover mm. of that new Karen Slaughter book. Okay, you know yeah, yeah, about? yeah. Uh-huh. Um, gosh, I can't remember what it's called right now. But when I see this title, when I see this cover, that's what I think of. And I'm like, who is Frida McFadden? Yeah. Not that like she is not deserving of this win, but like Lisa Jewell came in second with none yeah. of this is true. The only <laughs> one left, Riley Sager, is third. We have Richard Osman in fourth. I yeah. mean, Bright Young Women was getting a ton of attention, and I that's know. like fifth or sixth down here. Like William Kent Kruger is yeah. on the bottom. All the You've dangerous got Rachel things. Hawkins, Alice. Steve I have some questions for you. Like this is this is unheard of. It's I like think. someone. Like I mean, maybe this is an author that I just do I not think we know. Just don't know her. But there's three hundred and seven thousand ratings wow. on Goodreads for it, and Lisa Jewell has just under two hundred thousand. And Riley yeah. Sager has 140,000. So clearly it's being read. I've just. And it came out in February last year. So they had majority of the year for people yeah, to read that's it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. About. But I honestly don't even think I've seen this. I've not seen it at all. And I was trying to think like, oh, I wonder maybe if I would recognize the other cover for the last, the one from last year. I do not. It, looks it exactly literally the looks same. the same. And then there's a it's third one coming out. It looks the just same. A different, yeah, just a different eyeball color. And a different like color of the book yeah 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 the yeah, door is a different looks color the same but yeah, yeah it's the same thing where it's like a it's a, an eye looking through like a peep like a, a keyhole yeah well honestly that really surprised me um the other two so far i've not been surprised by maybe wayward a little bit like i said but like mm-hmm. yellow face not surprised but this one completely this one is so surprised. surprising so many good authors in mystery thriller categories so you know what it's challenging you know what i wonder if it was you know, using a political theory out here, okay. I wonder if it was the case of like the oh, third party, the throwaway yeah. vote. 
like, oh, I'm just assuming that one of my favorites is going to win. So I might as well vote for somebody that I really liked, but maybe feels like an underdog. And then somehow the underdog wins because everyone did the exact same thing. No, no, no. I was thinking along the lines of when there's so many good ones that are all that. So everybody who reads all these books are the votes are all spread out versus like if it was a ton of non heard of books and then one Lisa Jewell it'd be the Lisa Jewel. Oh, yeah, but yeah, considering there were so many well-known books, all of those votes get spread out. Yeah. And then there is this niche group of people that maybe only read this kind of book. So and true. not it the other just ones. swings up and yes. into the yeah. So the so the people who read Housemaid Secret maybe don't, don't read, read the other ones. The big named people and they yes. had to like split it all up. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's yeah, that's yeah. my theory at least. So that's a good theory. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing this as an option, to be honest. I I don't either. I don't know. It snuck by us. All right. Well, next one is romance, which the winner is not a surprise at all. Nope. Happy Place, Emily Henry with 157,887 <laughs> votes. Second is Love Theoretically, <laughs> Allie Hazelwood, 96,439 votes. So a good, so good. Chunk, almost like almost 60,000, excuse me, 60,000 yeah, like vote 61, difference 000, between yeah. that. And then Yours Truly, Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah. Jimenez, um, which is the second one of Part of Your World um in third which mm-hmm. i feel like that sits about right with me as i I'm agree at some of the other ones the only ones that i'm a little bit like oh maybe they're kind of losing their touch you do have Catherine centered towards yeah, the bottom which i, I heard that. a lot of mixed about that specific book and then your christina lauren true love experiment is down there which i, see that as I well. know that they have had some pretty highs recently and you know, just are a very recognizable writing duo. So the fact that they're like kind of towards the bottom of this is surprising. So maybe some let of me just say this though, sneaking up. Let me just say this though, book talk has some serious pull, and I'm looking right here right now. Um, Carly Fortune is really big for book talk. Book talk people right now. Who's um, Carly Fortune? Oh, she, meet me at, meet the, me at lake. the lake. Um. romance books about hockey is also a trend right now so there's a hockey one up there um i've heard good things about the hannah grace girl wildfire in the sense of i've seen jokes or like instagram or tiktok where it's like they put it in the ya section but it really shouldn't because it looks ya but it's like very like very very like sex heavy um and then the Lauren Asher, I know that she's had quite a few books in the past. And then I also know Lucy Score, the fourth book, Things We Hide from the Light, is another one of those books that has like this really cutesy cover, but apparently is like super raunchy on the inside. And that's See also what trending. in the world. Yeah, that's I trending. just like am not in that <laughs> world. Like I, I know I, man, it me cough. This is like the yawn, but like through it's, yeah, a it's recording spreading. with a cough. Mm. but yeah it's it's apparently a trend right now i'm just like not in with the trend like that's fair ever since i've started school i really have been out of the book world which just is so sad to me not that i don't know stuff coming out and i don't recognize authors but and i do see some new <laughs> reviews and i see stuff coming out and i obviously like 
have my book bookstagram. So like I do see those things, but I'm not like as heavily invested. I'm not working at Barnes and Noble anymore. Like I don't know the ins and outs of what's happening in the literary world like I used to. And so I honestly like don't like, and I, I think I have always this little bit of like negative connotation or feeling towards social media in general that's fair. so like the fact that it's like well these people <clears throat> on book talk think it's good I'm like i don't care we were just talking the other day mad about that one girl who got oh, on like oprah or something like that <clears throat> talking about her like <clears throat> was it ellen what was she on oprah ellen what she was, was on, on she was on uh kelly uh, clarkson yes it was kelly clarkson okay she was on a tv show talking about a book just because she got popular on social media and it's not even good. Like, you know, I, I saw felt... her book at a bookstore when I was abroad. Can't even. I took a picture of this it, but is... I didn't send it to you. This is, okay. So this was, <laughs> this is like this little part of me, little millennial coming out here. I did not really like YouTube at first either, how people were getting okay. famous off of yes. YouTube. I was going to say. Because I was like, this is cheating. Like, <laughs> how are you just getting famous off of you posted a video of yourself singing and now, you're, like, Justin Bieber? Yeah. Like, I was kind of, like, anti-Bieber for a little bit just because I was like, he cheated. That's not <laughs> how you're supposed to get famous. <laughs> and honestly, like, this is how I'm feeling with the books top stuff. I'm like, this is not how you get, like, readers. But apparently, I don't know it is. Apparently, that's how you do it in the modern age. I thought you were I about to like say. I don't like it in general that you didn't like YouTube when it first came out because I was gonna say that was a lie because Charlie the Unicorn um and all you those watched other it stupid way more videos. than you though I know but you or like the I the, definitely the have seen some cunning at muffins with the the imaginary muffin you know what I'm talking no, about you like the muffins more than me but you I know that video the sale video with the cat okay that's funny too that or was like so good. Charlie bit me Okay, yeah, I like that one. Okay, thank it's you. It's like these classic little baby videos. It's not like I know. I don't know. But I thought at first Watching you were saying you didn't talk, like. So. I thought at first you were saying you didn't like YouTube, and I was like, that's a lie. Anyway, no. speaking, I of- didn't like how people were getting famous off of YouTube instead of doing their due diligence. <laughs> yeah, and being on American Idol, or <laughs> putting their name out there and, and having an agent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, things have changed. Speaking of book talk. Um, the romanticy winner in the description literally says it surfed an atmospheric river of book talk support straight to the bestseller stratosphere. The worst. The fourth wing like by Rebecca Yaros. And you know what? When I first saw this book on social media, I just saw it like on a couple and I was like, huh, I'm interested in it. Maybe it would be good. And then it literally just exploded in the in, in popularity to the point that I don't want to read it anymore. I don't even know what it's about. Me either. It's about dragons or something. But it okay. had 397,000 votes. Just about 3,000 votes beneath Yellowface. So, wow. And what's crazy... Same people are reading the same two books is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, and then second place is actually the book I voted for. But I didn't read. But I just like the cover because it's different. Is Assistant to the Villain with 33,000 votes. Wow. Literally so less than a tenth of the same well, of this the is votes. The, this is the thing. We've already talked about this, <laughs> where this specific category for Goodreads, where they yes. got rid of picture books, I think, for the kids. Yeah, picture book, middle age. And, like, the... And children. Uh, mm-hmm. Or poetry or, or, po- or something. Poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, they got rid of some of that just for the romanticy for this book. So like, silly. They knew this book was going to win out, but they had other romance and they had other fantasies. So they thought, well, let's make its own genre. Like that just blows my mind. I cannot. Where is the so integrity? So silly. I know. Where is the integrity? Not Come a fan. on now. Okay. Well, not let's surprised. Just, so you can let's move just on. move on. Yeah. Regular fantasy. I am so happy about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen Hellbent One. Praise God I by see Eva it. Dugo. Seventy-five thousand eight hundred votes. That was my vote. I Me love too. this book. I cannot wait for the third book to come out. Whenever that will be, we. I need it. Thank you. Um, not surprised by number two either. A Brandon Sanderson. You can never go wrong with mm-hmm. him in the fantasy. And then we have The Day of Fallen Night, The Roots of Chaos by Samantha Shannon, which I'm not surprised about either because that cover is so specific. And I'm pretty sure the um, first one of these books. That's The Priory of the Orange Tree is the first yes, one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Which is very popular. Seen, yeah, definitely seen these covers <laughs> before. Very unique. Um, and this one is a prequel. Mm-hmm. Another one... Um, <laughs> Yeah, there were so many on here that I had. I the had Fragile Threads before. of Powers on here. But like so many of them that I'm like, oh, yes, that's on my shelf. That's on my shelf because I like fantasy. Like, you know, Starling House. You've got <laughs> um, the Inkblood Sister Scribe, the V.E. Schwab, like you said, like so many things. But so, so happy Hellbent one. Mm-hmm. Cannot get over that. So, so thrilled. You know what, Haley? I'm about to say something that is going to sound so shocking to you. Um and as I'm scrolling through these fantasy, I'm seeing a theme. I'm yeah. seeing a theme of either... It's mythology. <clears throat> I already know. I've I seen know. the theme, too. Either fairies or mythology. Or mythology. And you know yes, what? Yes, I know. If I had to choose... Yes. You say it. You I'm, say it. I would choose the mythology. I know you would. <sighs> I know you would. I know you would. I had to I mean, just tell you that. You? Because I was scrolling through, I was like, oh, those are the only ones that look semi-interesting compared to the other ones. Yeah, because they're, like, retellings of some, like, classic stories. Like, it's so <laughs> and cool I like history. Like, they are. It's, like, historical because it's like, oh, like, you've heard of Zeus before. Like, guess what? Yeah, he had a wife, okay, you know? And this but you is know a what? story about her. Or whatever. When I was like, reading so Cersei, when I was reading Cersei, though, it wasn't like, you've heard of Zeus before. It would be like, hey, you've heard of the Minotaur, right? And I'd be like... Who doesn't know the Minotaur? I didn't know the Minotaur. Do you now know the Minotaur? It's like a bull. Max, do you know what a Minotaur is? He nodded, yes. See, you are, you are <laughs> so... And he's not even from America. Okay. <laughs> he knows what a minotaur is whatever isn't it like a bull person thing it's a half yes half human half bull and he's in a maze yes that's all i know he wants to eat the people but he is he's technically a prince so they don't want to kill him so they have like a maze for him underneath the castle so he can live down there but he's too dangerous but they don't want to kill him because they secretly still love him, even though he's like half animal, half not. And um, it's kind of like with like associated with like bestiality a little bit and of how Haley. he kind of came to be. And I'm... then <laughs> people will like sacrifice. They would like fight. <laughs> I think it's like once a year or whatever people go and they fight. And it's like, if you lose, obviously you're going to get eaten. So it's kind of like Hunger Games, but with an animal. Haley, I just got to tell you, halfway through that, I looked into the camera. 
I, I made eye contact with the camera as okay, if well, we were on a I documentary show. Anyway, science fiction, I guess we'll move on. Okay. So Other s- people were tracking with me. You were just tuning it out. Whatever. Here's Science fiction. Yes. Number one is In the Lives of Puppets by T.J. Klune. That sounds scary. I don't even want to know. Yeah. Puppets, no thank Pinocchio you. Pinocchio legend into no. the 21st century with no. androids. Is this supposed to be kind of like Lunar Chronicles, but it's apparently Pinocchio? Apparently. Anyway, T.J. Klune's a popular author, so not surprised. Only 57,000 votes. So when I say only because, honestly, this whole category, pretty close. We got The Lightbringer by Pierce brown which is part of the red rising saga very famous um book series with 46,000 it's still going we've read the first one yeah i didn't want to read it gets better after that though Eh. we just haven't done it and then starter villain by john scalzi which has a cat wearing a suit on it yeah i love that's so creative yeah 31,000 me either but then a lot of these the rest of them are in the 20,000 15,000 a lot of very close on here it's a pretty, yeah. it's kind of like the um, mystery thriller where it's like a lot of probably very famous names or people who yes. read this category read multiple mm-hmm. of these. So then it's yeah. like, it's you more couldn't spread really out. pick one. Yeah, more spread out. But sure. I would say that the that TJ Klune winning this category is not as surprising as the Housemaid's Secret winning. I agree. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Horror. I'm not surprised here. We've got Stephen King as the winner. Holly with 77,993 votes. Um, after that, though, second, How to Sell a Haunted House by Green mm-hmm. Hat He is sneaking his way up there. And yes. then A House with Good Bones by T. Kingfisher at 22,580 votes is in third. I have seen a lot about the vampires El, of El Norte. Oh, yes. That's I have fourth. seen that as well. Um, but I'm not surprised by the winner. No, I feel like it's surprised. kind of obvious if he decides to write a book and publish it. It's like, okay, well, we know who's going to win this year. You um, know what? I mean, he, he writes a book every year, though, to be honest, sometimes more than one. And let me just say, okay. let me good. just say, probably in high school, I would say, if you would have asked me about Stephen King, I would have thought he was probably dead. Um, I associated him with his like with like it and like Pet Cemetery and things that like became movies in the eighties. Yeah, um, yeah. And so like if you would have asked me in high school, I mean I thought John Green was dead when I was in high school because I'd see his quotes on Tumblr all the time and I was like, oh, this is probably some dead philosopher, um, which is hilarious. But like I probably would have thought that he's like was was be past like I beyond my time like much earlier than i existing so like now that we're in 2023 and he's still writing books high school me would be mind blown she thought stephen king was retired at the least well he's pretty (laughs) old i mean he's 76 wow that is old. but he is killing it he is killing it and it came out in 1986 the shining was 1977 carrie was 1974 so he was like He's been in the game for a while. Yeah, he was born in 1947. So, like, like The Stand and Carrie and The Shining, he was only 30 years old. A little under, like, mid to late 20s in the 30s when his career got around to starting. And he's been going ever since. I was not, you know what, I could not have told you in confidence that he wrote Carrie. He did. 
I could not have told you that. It's a horror. I know, but I think horror equals Stephen King. I think I thought it was just a movie. (laughs) Nope, it's a book. Crazy. Anyway, goes to show you. But his uh, another book of his with a a, a, a female character's name has won this year. Carrie, back in the seventies. Oh, we got Holly. Yeah. How how fun. All right, moving on. Yay. Okay, I am so happy about this next one. We have Divine Rivals, Rebecca Ross for young adult fantasy. Oh my gosh. This just makes me so excited to read this. That's on my shelf already. Um, It had 117,671 votes, which I feel like is a pretty good amount because number two Mm -hmm. is A Curse for True Love, Once Upon a Broken Heart, the third of that series by Stephanie Garber which 57,204 votes and the stolen air of the stolen air duology by Holly black with 52,089 votes. So, okay. It New series had for a her big chunk of the yes, lead. And I love Rebecca Ross and Matt. I cannot remember if you've read river enchanted, but I'm going to tell you I have for not. a bazillion times, please read it. It's so good. Whatever. I'll put it on my to read list. Fine. Um, but then we get Cassandra Clare was in fourth. Can't believe she's still writing books as well. Yeah. Uh, 49,000 votes for her. All right. Moving on from young adult fantasy. We don't spend a lot of time in that category anymore. Um, young adult fiction, which I said this before, didn't realize that this was a young adult book. The winner is Check in May by Allie Hazelwood with 68,000 votes. That's awesome. Yeah, I it is. I wonder why it's more um, young adult. I wonder if her main characters are like high schoolers versus like college students. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm guessing they're high schoolers. Well, we still had, um, yeah, 68,000. But the Brothers Hawthorne, the Inheritance Games, the fourth book, very close, 65,000 by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. And then Holly Jackson, five survive. Um, One of us is lying, one of us is back, Yeah, 28,000. Yeah, so everything is, I mean, not too Not too surprising. Yeah, it's, you know, obviously I think check-in mate had the highest but the inheritance was not far behind and five survive mm-hmm. was not far behind and then after that it kind of drops off yes all right moving on to debut novel this surprised me uh-huh i'm surprised as well very uh, surprised by this it's way happy about it it's mm-hmm. weird again so surprising i apparently really need to read this book apparently um, you do let me just go pull it off my shelf really quick. Um, um, I'm very surprised that other books didn't win. Like Shark Heart had so, like so I know, many people, people were saying were good things that. about it. I even think Collector Regrets of Clover. You were loving it's Bandit so Queens good. had a moment. Bandit Queens was Did you so hear about good. Kitty Carr had a moment? That had a moment. The Mame or whatever. Mame, Mame is Mame very had good. A moment. I was not expecting. Then I was even more surprised to see Ink Blood Sister Scribe as second. I know. I have that book too. I really haven't seen many things about Wayward, so I honestly was very surprised. But it had 45,000 votes for debut novel. And Mm -hmm. Inkblood Sister Scribe with 32,000. And Pineapple Street by Jenny Jackson right after it with 29,000. So really not very far apart. It's the debut novel, it's very spread out. 
Well, but yeah, I think it's very because it covers multiple different um, genres as well. So it can sometimes be hard for people to vote. But I do. This is probably one of my favorite uh, categories just because it does give those people who this is their first novel and they have had some um, attention be able to get a little bit more like especially if they are going against some bigger names like a Stephen King or like a Lisa Jewell or something like that where it's like they've been around for a long time or like even now like Emily Henry or Allie Hazelwood people that have really started to make a name for themselves this category allows people to give their like have have a moment for themselves of like hey this was my first book and I killed it compared to other people who had first books like Maybe compared to Stephen King, I didn't kill it. But compared to other people who that was their <laughs> first book, like I did a great. Then job. I did great. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good category. Then moving into the categories that we don't read very often, we have nonfiction, where Poverty by America by Matthew Desmond won with twenty five thousand votes, and then Butts a backstory with has a peach on it by Heather Radke with twenty five thousand four hundred thirteen. Literally five hundred. Between one and two. Wild. And then even closer as well, or just, just as close, we have um, The Art Thief, a uh, true crime story of love, crime, and dangerous obsession by Ma- Michael Finkel. I know. I've added it to my want to read. This one had 24,429. So about 1,000 uh, votes different. Very so close. very close throughout the whole category, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then we have memoir and autobiography. I was not surprised by this. Yeah, whatsoever. you knew for sure. I called it. You did. I called Britney it. Spears, The Woman in Me, 132,867 votes. Spare is second with 71,461. I, I, I think I even said that if it wouldn't be The Woman in Me, I said it would be Spare. I think, I think you I did said it was say one of the two. And then you have Page, Boy and Memoir, Elliot Page, 44,624 votes. I'm trying to look at who else had these memoirs of who else had Mama, Many Lives of Mama Love. I think uh-huh. because she's not like a famous person. Yeah. But her story is really worth it. It's probably, I mean, I'm sure everyone's story is worth hearing. I guess. But I, like also, her story I, is so unique. I didn't realize that two Duggar girls were both in the same category. Jill Duggar's book got 20,000 votes while her sister Ginger Duggar's book got about 2,000 votes. I did not even realize that either. So interesting. Um, but yes, Woman and Me by Britney Spears, written by her ghostwriter, probably. Yeah. Uh, she's just got 132,000. So apparently, Britney Spears' writer won. Yes. yes. <laughs> as, as do most celebrity books. Yes. As if are written by. all of them are. So. Yes. Uh, then, history and biography, we have The Wager, A Tale of Shipwreck. Mutiny and Murder. Ooh, that looks ooh. interesting. I know. By David Grand with 40,000 votes. Um, then we have The Sixth, The Untold Story of America's First Woman Astronauts by Lauren Grush with 24,000. And Killing the Witches, The Horror of Salem, Massachusetts by Bill O'Reilly with 22,000. Almost 23. Man, some of these just sound so interesting. <laughs> I know. I really like stuff like this. Not that I like actually will sit and read them. But I think what they are highlighting and wanting to talk about, I'm like, oh. I know. That it's like, make this a documentary. That, yeah, like, that sounds interesting. That looks really interesting. Or even just, like, reading the synopsis of it, like, that might be something, like, oh, that might be something I just want to look into myself on a, like, separate mm-hmm. 
time. Yeah. So. Or, you know, you know, I think, I think that there is some sort of like, <clears throat> like a clock ticking in all of us that slowly ticks down to the age in which reading history and biography books is the most fascinating thing. Yeah, I, I think it's what somewhere, I think it's somewhere around 62. Why do I feel like I'm just... getting there closer than <laughs> I should be? Because some of this, I'm like, wow, pathogenesis. Oh, history you know of the what? world it's... in eight plagues. That's interesting. It's because you're older than me. Uh... Yeah, but not, not 62. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's coming for you early. You do have a lot of gray hair. That's right. So do my dogs. They're Oof, taking after rough. me. You know what? The three, of, <laughs> the three of you can just sit together and you can read all about the 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 wager tale of shipwreck, mutiny, and murder together. Or if you want, you can read all about the earth transformed and untold history together. <laughs> the three of you on your couch. Um, because I know your dogs can understand English. Oh yes, especially Dora. Yeah, she's she's very smart. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alrighty. last but not least, humor being Henry the Fonz and Beyond by Henry Winkler um, is the winner at thirty six thousand seven hundred seventy votes. Then you have Leslie Effing Jones by Leslie Jones twenty seven thousand seven hundred and ninety one votes. And then, sure, I'll join your cult: A Memoir of Mental Illness and the Quest to Belong Anywhere by Maria Bamford. Actually, that one sounds kind of intriguing just because of the uh, title. I think that's like, yes. oh, are you actually talking about a cult? Or are you just kind of saying that you just go with the flow with anything? Um, that's a really good point. Yeah. I think it sounds intriguing. Don't know anything about it, but caught my attention. Yeah. It I also very, like cults. It sounds intriguing. Yeah. Like, cults, cults, cults are fascinating. <laughs> it is so that's fascinating. Probably why. But that is it. That's literally all the categories. We did it. We did. All right. Most of them, so... I feel like we were somewhat <laughs> surprised by, and there were a couple that we were like, "Oh yeah, for sure." But I think a lot of them were like a little bit more surprising. I'm intrigued to see how the uh, book of the month voting goes. I think this, mm, that will be true, a hit or true. miss. We've had issues in the past, so let's hope at the start of this next year that we started off strong and we get I it right. I hope so. I really hope so because. Me too. Uh, all right so Haley, as we wrap up this episode what are you reading well i am currently reading a lovely book that you know oh my oh really yeah what is it do you just want to say or should i say you can say it take my sunshine oh my by Emmy Glens. By Emmy Glens. <laughs> that is me. Yeah. Um, so how, how are you enjoying it? I'm actually really liking it. I was hoping that by the time that this episode comes out, I will be done with it, but I don't know if I will be. But it's okay. chug- it's 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 chugging along. I you're chugging along. I'm doing real good. I know I have a lot more to go because I already know how the story goes. But I am chipping away, so I'm excited about that. Um, good, and I really good. really like it. And I like some of the changes that have been made. I like the flow of it. I love the back and forth between the two timelines because I think that was something that was missing in some mm-hmm. of our earlier drafts. So I really like that. So it's just been so cool to see like all the little 
nuances and be able to picture all the places that you're talking about because I know almost all of them. And so just to like have the story come to life in a different way is just so cool. It kind of reminds me of one of our cousins who writes novels as well. Um, Mm -hmm. She writes it about um, our hometown. And so Mm -hmm. to be able to have her be like, oh, like she mentioned the road or she mentions whatever. I'm like, oh, yes, I know exactly what that is. So it's similar to that, but not 100%. Yes, I try, I try to make it, like, not as obvious. But, yeah, definitely if you're familiar with the area, um, it is it is uh, very easy to, to catch on to those details. Yeah, for um, sure. Uh, for the book that I'm reading right now, I am reading The Wake Up Call by Beth O'Leary. Ugh. If you finish it and it's good, let me know. Because I introduce you to Beth O'Leary. Thank you very much. Okay, that's fine. But I <laughs> bought my own copy um, when I was abroad, so it is mine now. I um, know. But so far, I am really enjoying it. Um, I like the way that she writes. I like the humor in her writing. And so far, it's been such an easy read. Did you read really quick now we're talking about Beth? Let me see here. Beth. Oh, Which yeah. one? I've read The Flat Share, I think. No. The Flat wait. Share? No. That's like the first one that really caught my attention with her. It's Did her I first... read that one? No, I didn't. I read The Switch and I read The Road Trip. Oh, you've not even read The No Show. That's one of my favorites by her. I have not read The Flat Share or The No Show. Those are probably my top two favorites. You wow, need to okay. read both of those. I'm so adding them I... to my want to read. Yes, and I definitely want to read The Wake Up Call. Um, that you have but no I would say flat share is the first one that I read and it's so cute um and then the no show literally like is kind of like a movie rom-com but in a book form and you you can you cheer for all the characters and like everything that like seems kind of weird or sketchy like there's answers for everything and it's so Mm. heartfelt and warm fuzzy feeling that's nothing like bad it's just so sweet it's such oh. a cute little, the way it wraps up is so nice. So I would definitely, if you're really liking the wake up call, then I would grab flat share and probably um, the one I just said, the no which show. Ones, which ones do you own? I will get back to you on that. I'll have to look at my, my bookshelf. Sounds good. I think I own, I don't know if I own a Beth O'Leary. Really? I definitely know I got the no show from the library i'm pretty sure but i might have also got flasher from the library i'll check but you also let me just the say library. the uk covers are infinitely better for all of her books because yeah. i got well, i got the British. uk cover she is so she's probably like this is exactly how i want the cover to be um and then the U- u.s people are like let me just mess it up uh-huh. but we've talked about that before We've talked about what happens with the book covers and different countries and stuff like it's, that. Yeah, so. there's just it's just all different. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, that is today's episode, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that there wasn't too much coughing. Um. <coughs> as as I say that. Um. And let us know what you guys thought about the uh, Goodreads. Um. Uh, Choice awards. I can get the those words out of my mouth. Uh, <laughs> and um, whether you were shocked or surprised as much as we were um, for different ones. I'd um, like to know. 
Yes, me too. Haley, do you have any other thoughts before we sign off? I do not. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lit Sis. Um, Enjoy all of your reading. Thank you for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. (laughs) 